Welcome to the Soul Connection with Dr. Christy Ann Lefferts, also known as Dr. K. On our program, we bring you stories of faith, holistic connections, and so much more. Now, please welcome your host, Dr. K. Hello, welcome back to the Soul Connection. We're airing from sunny Tampa, Florida in the studios. Uh, we have a beautiful, wonderful day, inspired guest today, and this is a show that explores how the social, biological, psychological, and spiritual influencers impact our soul on a daily basis, and we may not even know it. So the purpose of the show is to share expertise of people in all walks of life, holistic doctors, spiritual elders, um, it could be business moguls, Everybody who has been given a mantle, some expertise and knowledge, our goal is to, to share it so that you can grow in your walk. So today, our topic that we're coming into this Christmas season is going to be igniting our spiritual fire within and how the, our spiritual fire really has this profound impact on the soul. And many people don't even realize that. And sometimes our holidays get watered down into, into the busyness of gifts and, and, and baking and family gatherings and parties. And we forget to ignite our spiritual man within. So heading into this Christmas season, we wanted to take this episode and invite some very anointed guests in to talk to us in this roundtable. Uh, traveling from Tennessee, I have an anointed, prophetic, dear woman of God. Her name, Dr. Carol Elaine. She has a CTN television program out of Las Vegas, and it hits that, the whole Southwest region. Um, she's going to give us some of her anointed input. Uh, a brother in Christ, like uh, like a family brother to me, Bishop Socrates Charos. Um, he's of Greek nationality, sent to the United States via Hollywood. We got him, and he's got a lot of flair and flame to share with us today. And we have uh, a leadership coach extraordinaire, Laura White, and she's certified with the John Maxwell certifications. And she's going to help bring some of what we're talking about into a more practical realm that maybe we can use in our everyday business and professional uh, aspects of, of life. So with that, I was going to start this first segment with how to find our praise because we know that praise can really change our atmosphere. It can shift our, our, our frequencies of thinking. Um, in this ministry, we're a holistic practice. I've developed something called Ant Busters. And with that, it really deals with automatic negative thoughts. So this component of adding a spiritual uh, aspect to it, how to find our praise and how that shifts our atmosphere, I want to start that out as our topic. And I'm going to start with an input from our furthest traveling guest today, Dr. Carol Elaine. Thank you for coming. Thank you, Dr. K. It's so good to be on this program, and I love what you're doing right here. I love it that you're bringing into the arena a variety. And I'm seeing that right now. You're talking about praise. One of the things that I have learned, now you'll have to understand, I'm the daughter of the junkyard man. My father collected junk. He started a junkyard. And I am the daughter of a junkyard man. And my mother was very, very 
rural country woman that educated herself. It was amazing. Uh, you know, no one would know by the end of her life she was such a lady. But she did something. She spoke positivity mm -hmm. into me. And I'm going to tell you, that is where it is. You know, I ended up through my lifetime thinking to myself, because of circumstances, my father died when I was very young, and I sort of felt like I was behind with all the other children. They had a dad. They had a family. I did not, and I became very quiet. But my mother began to say to me, you can do anything and everything. I had a grandmother that marked me for the things of God, and my mother did as well. But I'm going to tell you, it was a struggle so when God called me to get up in front of people and talk, whether it was a secular program of radio, whether it was uh, on television, because people were asking me, the only way that I was able to do it, because no one knew what I felt like inside. I felt that I wasn't good enough. Regardless of what my mother would say to me, you can do it. I still felt that I did not measure up because of my circumstances. And I'll tell you what I did, and I think it is one of the greatest things that I could have done in my life. I grabbed hold of, uh, I, I, and I held them and spoke them, and that was Scripture. I took Scripture, and I said, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. And you talked about praise, praise. And in essence, I was speaking over myself for as a man thinks, so is he. So I was hearing myself say certain things and I would speak them over myself. And before long, as I thought, I became that. Now the word says, that Jesus inhabits, sits down among the praises of his people. He sits there. You want God to get involved, you start praising God. And th the thing is, we've made it hard in the spiritual realm for people. And what I mean by that is that they think that they have to go through a certain formula. They have to, it's really hard to praise God. It's not. Just go outside and say, I recognize you. You're the creator. I thank you that you gave me breath today. I thank you that I'm wonderfully made. And so as I began to do that, I began to say, God, I can do all things. God, I'm the righteous. I'm as bold as the lion. Now, when I would get up to speak, there were times I was terrified beforehand. Mm -hmm. But when I would start to speak, calmness came over me because I quit relying on myself. I realized there was a higher power. And I realized that God would be with me. But it wasn't an easy thing. I'm not going to lie to you. It wasn't easy. It was a fight. But I was determined I was going to pull myself up out of this uh, arena where I felt that I wasn't good enough. I wasn't as good as the other kids. 
I wasn't as good as certain people that were given uh, privileges in life. I wasn't good enough. But I'm going to tell you, in Christ, you are wonderfully made. And so what I did is I began to praise the Lord. But I did a little bit more than that. I praised the Lord with warfare over myself. Mm -hmm. That I can do it. I can be this. I can be that. And that's where it starts. You know, there's a popular preacher. Her name is Joyce Meyer. Yes. And she had a word. It's called the battlefield of the mind. Mm -hmm. And the mind, I love what you're doing because you're bringing in all three parts that the scripture talks about, body, soul, spirit. And the soul is the mind. It, it, we're not to be conformed to this world, but transformed through, through the renewing of our mind. So that's where it began with me. I began to praise God for what he could do in me. So I took scriptures and renewed my mind. Some people take positive uh, confessions that are, uh, but they line up with the scripture. Many yes. of us, you know, and I love that. Yes. Lining up with the scripture. Yep, and I would assume that's part of John Maxwell's training as well, is professing, calling in those things, which is a Christian principle. It's calling those things in, walking in faith. People don't realize very successful business people operate in this every day. They call yes. in the things. You have to have a vision, make, make a vision for everyone to see. So um, am I... Correct on that? You are absolutely correct. It's um, it's all about the mind, starting with the mind. That's why he wrote so many books about thinking, you know, Think, Think and Grow Rich. He's always talking about that book. He didn't write it. But then all the books that he wrote about how to be successful always starts with the mind. And it's true. You know, I grew up in a family. Where there was nine of us. And I struggled. I didn't think that nobody understood me. I felt all alone. How could you feel all alone when you have nine people in the house? But I did. There was so much pressure on me as the oldest daughter in the house. But what I did was kind of what Dr. Carroll said is I just totally surrendered to God. I'm like, I can't live like this. What is it? And God got a hold of me in that bedroom and said, I will be your everything. And so I knew I was destined for more. And so I was just like Dr. Carroll. I was just like, okay, I know I'm, I'm, I know God has more for me. So I just started talking to him and started praising him. And then I opened the Bible and I marked all the scriptures of the Psalms that had to do with praise. And I would just read them over and over and over again. And I would just like, just something would bubble up inside me. And I'm like, wow, there is more, you know, because we always went to church but we always didn't open our Bibles. Right. And so when I opened my Bible and then started reading what the word had, I'm like, wow, there is more out there. And so this relationship started. And then I started filling my mind with his praises. But since started praising, you know, because we think praise is maybe music. It could be. It could be just saying, God, I just thank you for my car. I thank you, God, I got to work today. I think you have a job. I think you have parents that I have, you know, a house over my head but they can also be reading the scripture. Mm -hmm. It's all about reading the word. So that's what the praise is all about for me. It's just getting in the word and just praising from where he brought me out of and where I am today. I give him all the glory and all the honor. Yes. So what was coming to my attention as you were, you were giving us that wonderful 
uh, testimonial, inspiring testimonial. You know, David says, bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, oh my soul. And to guard our heart, guard our heart. In Jeremiah, it says our heart can be insanely wicked, you know, uh, for who can understand it? Because we have to guard this thing. And that's part of what we deal with in this ministry is telling how the heart actually sends signals itself, not the brain operating the heart, but the, the signals originate from the heart and drop right into the middle of our emotional limbic system. Our eyes also have a direct contact. That's one of our spiritual gates. Watch what you see because it doesn't have a filter. It doesn't go through the gray matter. It goes right into the middle of our brain, right where the emotional center is. And so we sometimes give things access to us that can interfere with our ability to praise because we get stuck in these negative thoughts. And um, a great way, and I tell people this all the time, uh, you don't even have to be Christian, but there is this thing called the Bible. And if you want to start renewing your mind, take out, start with the Psalms and start reading them out loud. Change your atmosphere, shift your atmosphere. All right, man of fire, let us have it. <laughs> what a blessing. For me, I'm a product of uh, my mother's prophecy. My mother prophesied to me 13 years old. I'll be in ministry. I tried to fight it for 40 years because uh, my mother's family is 400 years from in ministry. All her relatives, from, they come from the Church of Philippi, the place Paul ministered. My father come from the Church of Smyrna and uh, they memorized the New Testament aside. They know the New Testament aside yes. because other way, they don't remember the Muslims, they cut the tongues, mm. you know, because they cannot have Bibles. They find the Bible oh, there. Wow. You know, it, it's, in my, it's the Ottoman Empire. And what I learned, it, God's work to make a leaders. That's his calling. Uh, people read the Bible, make you a leader. Now, we follower of Christ, as we follow Christ, we become leader in the society and in the people, how can help people? That's the leaders do, you know, and Jesus make a leaders. That's people follow Jesus, follow the word of God, they're becoming a leaders. That's the thing today, they don't want us to be a leaders, they want us to be a follower of systems, follow of the, of the program of the government, follow of the blah blah society, and follow of the work of the devil. No, God said, follow me. And as you follow me, you're becoming a leader because that's his job, to bring you up. God never puts you down. God pulls you up. Mm -hmm. And I see him in college, uh, in, in the university, always uh, the people put me as a leader in my class, as a leader in my military group. Why? Because what God put inside you, sign inside you, and people come to ask you advice. Can you ask you directions because the Holy Spirit is a counselor. And now you get constant people. You have the gifts who operate in the gifts of the spirit. The people, the, the society needs that today. The new generations need to tie with the word of God because this the, the word of God is the book how to live. We cannot live today in any part of the world without reading the word of God. You be, you be a follower of the system. But God's above the system because they say the government's on his shoulder. Yes. All the government. And his government have no end. You know, any other government every four years would change government in America. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but the government of Jesus is eternal, operate on earth and in heaven. And the thing is, the society today needs the love of God. We have the love of the natural, the eros, physical love for us to be in here. We need that. God give us that. We have the philia, the mentally love. 
would decide to be a friend that we're here today. We have the story here, Mama's love. But God gave us something bigger than that, the call agape. The spiritual love to come inside our spirit is a way now we give life to people. Spiritual people, they don't kill people. They give life to people. Mm. That's the thing you see. I learned, and uh, I want to really thank the Lord to give me great parents. Great parents, they give me great friends. I, I have all friends. I don't know, the enemies cannot come around me because the Lord told me if they come around, pray for them. And I pray for my enemies, and then my enemies become my friends too, you know. This thing is, you know, I want to release leadership to people that hear us in the radio program. My friends study the Word of God. I'm telling you, you start be a follower, you start be a leader in your home, in your family, in your business, and you see grow, grow, because now you're alone. You have the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost in you. You have holy angels around you, goodness and mercy follow you the rest of your life, and you're called thousands of a thousand angels. Now you're not alone. You are representative of the kingdom of God. You represent heaven and earth. Mm -hmm. Earth is a part of, of the creation, but we, we represent God can take you anywhere, all over the world. God take me and show me the stars. And I'm not being NASA. I don't have a train from NASA. I'm going to have to wear <laughs> special gates. You have the, yes. the spiritual body because you have the natural body and spiritual body. This is a way the thing you're doing in here, okay, Dr. K, is very powerful. Mm -hmm. You bring the truth to people yes. because the truth is set them free. That's all about this. Amen. 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 Well, thank you. Um, we, we're going to have to go to break in just a moment. So I am the soul doctor, Christiane Lefferts, hosting this inspirational talk on bringing the spiritual fire. And um, the first segment, we really talked about how to really start realigning and renewing our heart and our mind because they are connected. You cannot be cerebral and ignore the heart because the heart will impact our emotions and our emotions is the battlefield of the mind. So if we want to think right, we got to start professing right. So we're going to break and we will connect with you on the other side. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. If you're an influencer, you don't follow the trends, you set them. Voice America influencers are involved in creating change in personal and professional lives, collaborating and driving value to make our lives better. We have world-renowned thought leaders, speakers, authors, entrepreneurs, artists, and some of the most influential voices today. Listen in today to what they have to say. Engage in the conversation. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Answer the call. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Soul Connection. 
If you'd like to call in during the live show, call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to holisticwellnesstampa at gmail.com. And now, back to this week's show. Hello, welcome back. Thank you for listening to our first segment where we really talked about finding your praise in this Christmas season and not getting lost in in the holiday shuffle, but setting some time aside to really reflect on your the condition of your heart and your mind and how they connect and what we can do to, to start uh, honoring the holiday with our bodies. And we're talking today about the spiritual realm. How do we impact um, our soul and our state of being coming into this holiday season? Uh, Everybody gets carried away uh, at New Year's with all of these resolutions. And by the time we get to this time of the year, most people don't even remember what they were. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And so right now I'm saying, okay, well, why don't we really start working on our spirit man because that type of resolution will carry us year around yes and with that today's or this next segment what i wanted to talk about is okay what's in it for me growing this spirit man um what does it look like what is a calling what is an anointing because you hear all of these things matter of fact even netflix has a a a a television program that deals with a a uh, made-up version of calling and you know the young people start to wonder well what is this is this a real thing and it definitely is so I'm gonna start with Dr. Carolyn Lane and uh, have you put in your um, expertise on this subject about a calling and an anointing and how people can grow it and phosphor foster it and, and, and you know, testimony. Dr. K, there's so many that are listening right now, and there are different callings. The most wonderful thing about God is He is a God of diversity. Yes. Some are strong in math, some are called actually in their job to be an accountant to work with numbers. My husband, he lights up. If you put numbers and a problem before him, <laughs> It is a calling. That's what he likes to do. Now, he can do. He's a jack of all trades. He can do many other things. But I notice that he dreads those other things. But when it's coming to math and and putting uh, straightening out someone's uh, books. And in fact, just recently, a family member asked him to straighten out the books. That is a calling. There's others that write music. That is a calling. That's a, a, The thing about calling is that you never can get away from it. You yes. wake up, you think about it, you sleep with it, you eat lunch with it, you eat supper with it. It's what makes you tick. It's who you are. And the Bible says the gifts and callings of God or without repentance. Now, how I grew personally in my calling is that I knew God had called me to a platform. He called me before people. I do radio. I do television. I write books. I speak. That is my calling. And times where I get discouraged with it or disappointed with it, it still doesn't go away. When I think to myself, well, maybe I've done enough, 
it's there. And somehow that calling pulls on an individual. So those that are listening right now, you may not have even recognized what the term was called. It's called a calling. You can't get away. You have to put your hand to it and you have to do it. Now, how I grew in my calling, I shared earlier about speaking the word of God over myself. I was determined to become what God said I could become. Now, one of the names of God is Adonai. It's uh, used frequently by the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Adonai means master and owner. And he bought you. Talks about an owner buying you. He saw something wonderful in you. Master and owner who bought you off an auction block of sin. He said, I'm going to take them out. I'm going to put them in my kingdom. And he said, and I'm going to use them. The one thing about someone that buys something, they have a purpose for it. And God has a purpose for every individual upon this earth. What's so sad to me is when I see someone not flowing in what they're called to do because they're just like a fish out of water. Yes, yes. And that is, and allow me, I was thinking when you asked that question, how did I grow in my calling? How did I grow? I remember a young lady, and Dr. K, she was so much more gifted than I was. I grew in my my giftings. But at the time, it was like everybody was drawn. Her name was Ellie. Everyone was drawn to Ellie. And I would have speaking engagements. Ellie would come and say, you know, it would sometimes be an open platform. And whenever Ellie spoke, everybody hung on to every (laughs) word. Well, I tell you, I became jealous of her. And she wouldn't miss a meeting. Wherever I spoke, whatever I did, she wouldn't miss a meeting. And I would think, I just wish she'd stay home. (laughs) I don't want her coming. You know, I don't like Ellie. I just wish she would stay home. Everybody's drawn to her. I can't do my thing. I was immature. Mm -hmm. And I remember charisma and the attention that was going on. And I remember uh, turning on a television program and there was a man that was dealing with the soulish realm you're talking mm-hmm. the mind the emotions yes and jealousy is an emotion it's it is Absolutely. it's a negative uh, thought mm-hmm. and I remember him waking me up from the nap his deep voice he said are you jealous <laughs> and immediately I said yes I It came up out of me. What's in you is going to come out. And I recognized right then I had been excusing it for everything but jealousy. Mm. And God spoke to me and I said, I don't know. Through that man, I said, I don't know how to overcome it. I have a calling. She has a calling. She outshines me. I get depressed. I said, I don't know how to overcome it. 
so that I can fulfill the calling in me because I was competing with her. Instead of going uh, vertical, I was going horizontal with her. And this is what the Lord said. He said, you overcome evil. That which is, is stirring up in you, the negativity and the competition. You overcome it with good. And he said, I want you to be kind to her, loving to her. Elevate her more than you elevate yourself. Oh, you talk about growth. I said, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And I did do it. And sometimes I didn't feel like doing it. But the more I did it, the more actions I put to that to come against and combat that negative jealousy. I want you to know that the the feelings inside of me, because I put action lined up to what I knew that if I was to go on in my gifting, I had to overcome this because there'll always be someone better than you. There'll always be someone more gifted. There'll always be someone that is shining a a stronger light than you. And I will share this with you real quick. I went through a really difficult time in my life. You're talking, and those that are listening right now, is there life beyond divorce? And I went through a divorce, and I went through a three-year child custody battle. Now, that'll take something out of you. And I remember my heart was broken. I had flown into the city that I I was raised, my hometown. And I went to my mother's house. And I was on the floor praying, Oh, God, help me. Do you know who came knocking at the door and knew that I was there? Because whenever God places someone like that into your life, And you that are listening, you may not realize it's God, but it's God. If you can overcome it, they're placed there for a reason. And when I overcame it, she found out I was there and she knew what I was going through. She came knocking at the door. Ellie did. Mm. And she got down on the floor with me, Mm. put her arms around me, wept over me cried over me, stood with me, prayed with me what Satan meant for my evil. Because I said, I'm not going to deal with this, I grew and she became a strong individual, a strong blessing in my life. Mm -hmm. So you deal with negative thoughts. You deal with negative things that are happening when that individual is just really trying to be kind to you. And you're like, I don't like you no matter what. (laughs) And so that was probably, I think back, that was probably the greatest growth that I had in my calling. Yes, I had to overcome it because I would have been jealous of everybody that walked down that street. Right. Well, sometimes I, I talk about um, a card games. Some, sometimes we're, we have been dealt aces, and sometimes our, our hand may have a couple of low cards. And You know what? You don't have to have an ace for every card to be good exactly. at what God has called you to, and there's no need to covet other people's blessing. 
or other people coveting yours because I've seen people covet another person's um, calling and they try to step in it and it just doesn't go well because what we're doing in our flesh and God didn't call us to do, we're trying to invite Jesus in on our plans versus following what Jesus had birthed in us to do. And there isn't one that's better than the other. I mean, we can't have uh, uh, a ministry and, you know, a traveling evangelist such as yourself without having that backup person that loves the numbers, yes. <laughs> you know, seriously. And everybody's calling is worthy. You don't have to be on a platform and a camera or anything else. You just have to know that when you're in this zone that you feel complete spiritual alignment and you're doing what you were programmed to do yes. and God will exalt you. Yes. God will exalt you. You don't have to be in a platform. How many people on platforms never, ever, you know, end up doing anything else? You know, you got the one hit wonders of my time in music, you know, um, or, you know, years ago. But today, if you're walking in your calling and you trust in the Lord, he elevates you to where your own strength could never go. So I want you to touch on the business application here and... and well, Dr. K, this is so interesting because people always come to me and they say, I need a coach. Okay, so what do you need a coach for? And then they'll share their little things of what they need. And and um, and I'm saying they, they're coming to me for something, but they end up leaving with something else. Mm -hmm. And so even with leaders, they'll come to me and they're like, well, I just, I, I don't know if this is quite what I'm supposed to do. And so we figure out, you know, what their purpose is between the assessments and things that I do with them. But finding out their purpose, man, when you figure out your purpose and your why, your what is powerful mm -hmm. because that's who God had that's what God designed you for and so I remember always thinking oh I just wish I could be just kind of like Dr. Carol said I wish I could be like them and I you just start comparing yourself and then you compare yourself and then what do you do you start thinking the thoughts and then you start accepting the emotions and you start acting on it and the results come and you don't like them Mm -hmm. So now it's like, okay, God, wh what's going on? And so besides taking that thought captive and renewing my mind and standing on the word of what he has, because he, I am fearfully and wonderfully made on the apple of his eye and it just starts instilling the stuff in me. Then God says, okay, what is your purpose? And in my life, what God had showed me was because I was in sales for 25 years before I became a coach and I was good at it. I was like the top salesperson in every company I went to but there was something still missing. And then God got my attention on a couple of different things. The building became sick and I knew what he was doing. He was getting my attention. But before I left in sales for four years, he was, in he was having me get my certificate as leadership, as in church leadership and as, um, you know, as, as a coach and so forth and so on. And I realized, Wow, he had a plan to get me out of sales and be a coach because in my family, even though I was the middle child, but I was the oldest daughter. And as I said in the segment before, there was a lot of pressure on me to do everything. I remember telling my mom at 16, I'm ready to get married. She goes, excuse me. I go, mom, I already have my car, I have my book, I have my bank. I'm like, oh my God, I'm ready to get married. I already know how to do everything. And she laughed. She goes, no, you're not ready. But because of that, God taught me you're great at coaching. You coach your brothers and your sisters. Everybody comes to you for coaching. I'm like, wow, I guess that's right. And so what the purpose of your anointing, your calling is, what is that? So many people live a defeated life. They're always, they're not as free and 
charismatic and, and happy because they're living either someone else's dream or they're not understanding their calling that God has for them. And because I am that coach and leadership in life, people always come to me and they start with one thing, but we're like, before we get into business, we're working with the stuff, trying to find their purpose and their why and, and what's their calling. Because once you know your calling, there's an anointing. Yes, because that's what we're going to talk about in the next segment. Oh Socrates my gosh. lead on that one. <laughs> So, yes, and I've actually done the John Maxwell personality training, and I remember when the guy got my results back, he said, you are equally scoring across the board on the two most opposing things, the compliance, which is your accountants, and the salesperson, <laughs> and he's never seen that before. And so I was like, wow, but every God does take every step. Once you surrender to him, everything you've done through your life, you can go, oh, I see what, how I'm using that now. I'm seeing how I use each part, though they seemed totally and completely unrelated as you're moving through life. They were all boot camp for when you finally, finally surrender to him and let him bring you to a bigger purpose. So we're coming to another quick commercial break and then we're going to come back because Socrates has a phenomenal testimonial about his calling and how he ended up here. So we'll catch you in a couple minutes. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Soul Connection. If you'd like to call in during the live show, call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Holistic Wellness Tampa at gmail.com. And now, back to this week's show. Hello, welcome back to the Soul Connection. So we've had a fascinating first two segments here. Um, Dr. Carolee Lane is joining us and uh, our life coach extraordinaire, Laura White, and our man of fire, Bishop Socrates Charos. And I'm going to let you lead off this segment with... Uh, the fire, your calling, and how it's manifested here so that people really understand what's in it for them by getting in line. And it doesn't have to be everybody's a preacher. 
um, God really does need people just to carry it into their families, to defeat their stinking thinking, to reprogram their hearts and brains, to be an overcomer. And so you've got a great story and testimonial. I think it's fascinating. We'll lead with you. Lord, a blessing. I'm so happy to be with all these productive in the society women from the kingdom of heaven on earth, the liters, you all of you are liters in here. And I'm very happy, I love liters. I don't like people, uh, because God gave us to be a givers. We don't wanna be a takers, we wanna be a givers. And once you have that thing in your heart, you know, because that comes from God, God gave us his son. Whoever believe in him, never perish, have everlasting life. The next thing he's give us, if you believe in Him and receive the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit in our hearts, now give us the fire. In the upper room, there came 120 fires. Each fire have their own calling. You have your own calling, your own calling, your own calling, and my own calling. But we need each other. That's the call of the body of Christ. Amen. You talk, need your eye, you know, you need each other. So you cannot do nothing in this beautiful world we live by yourself. Right. You need the teamwork. Amen. And uh, I talked to the... I'm a team person, I like to put teams together. That's what I love to do. And the Lord teaches me something very powerful in that. He say, I give you a gift to raise the dead, to heal the sick, to cast out devils, but don't go to your head. It's not for you, it's for others. <laughs> God give us the gift, the, the, the anointing, we call them, not for ourselves, to give for others and not go to our heads, because anointing not take you to heaven. Goodness. In love and righteousness take you to heaven. Holiness, you know, yes. holiness. You know, and because the anointing cast out of heaven. The oh, anointing good is, point. The anointing is point. for others, not for ourselves. Yes. And I see a lot of ministers that take the anointing and think they're doing it. They see people healing now, they go to themselves. No, he's the healer, he's the deliverer, he's the provider. For us, we are the ambassadors, we represent the kingdom of heaven. And through, use us, our sleeves, our eyes, our hands is represent the, the God on earth, you know. And I remember I have a program on a CTN in the middle of the night, three hours program, pray from people. And the Lord, I'm driving, it was 19, and the Lord said, I sent you today on TV, and it's not be you, it's be me. And I said, you stretch your hands, and not be your hands, you be my hands. It's okay, Lord. They called me from CTN and said, the Lord told us to have you tonight. And I go to have that program, and I go there, and uh, I start ministering and say, stretch your hands, stretch your hands, say, this hand is not mine, it's God's hands. And people start weeping, calling from all over and start crying. And whatever I say is his hand. And uh, I see this time God take over our lives because the spirit of God live on us, is God live inside us. Now, the manifestation out can change atmosphere, can change people's life, can heal the sick, Raise the dead because we have the spirit of life. The dead is just the spirit. We say in the name of Jesus, Jesus, spirit of death, go, and they have to go. You know, they have any name, anything have a name, have, a, have it under the authority of God. We have the authority. Yes. The Lord say, all authority in heaven and on earth, give it to me, and I give it to you. Yes. And the business community out there, they don't understand. He's the best network marketing. Who started the network? Jesus Christ. He's taken from 12, one is goofy, you know, he started with 11, and he's changed the world. Two and a half billion people follow Jesus and the believers around the world. This is the way, for us, we have to come back to the basics. The basics is the world of God, because the world of God is a menu from heaven how to live on earth. Yes. 
you know, we cannot live on earth without the world because we struggle all the ways. And I tried that in the military and thank God of the world. This is the way I want to say to everybody, the viewers, listen to us. Start reading the word of God. It's a gift from heaven on you. And your life plan to change from the best. You like your family plan to come together, your business plan to grow, everything because you have a, a, the blessing of heaven. Yes. You know, and that's the thing I want to say to people. Everybody have a gift, and the gift you have is not for you, it's for others. Mm -hmm. And I receive your gifts. You speak to me prophetically, and my life changes. You speak to me counseling, good things coming. You speak to me things with a beautiful vitamins and things there, and I get healthier. You give me supplements to make me healthier. This is the way we're a teamwork. And that's all about on earth. Yes. On earth that is in heaven. That's it. We say, Our Father who are in heaven, yes. heaven be his name. His kingdom come, his will be done on earth at is in heaven. Yes. And he's told us to bring heaven down. But a lot of people today focus to bring hell up. That's not his <laughs> Oh, wow. That's a word. You know? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that is, I think, why we are really focusing on the fire for Christmas and bringing ourselves into alignment and seeing where we're out of alignment because that's where your torment comes in. That's where your stuck thoughts come in. That's yes. where you get robbed of the blessing of overcoming. Yes. And, and that is our assignment is we are to overcome this world. And yes. it's not just a one time, oh, I, I got my ticket punched to heaven and I'm good now and I shouldn't be challenged. No, overcoming is a daily thing. If you want to grow in your anointing, it requires sacrifice. It really does. And, you know, one of the things that I do, I, I oftentimes I'll do some fasting. And I want to just throw a really quick little testimonial in. I hadn't seen a friend of mine for almost a year and this friend had went on a fast and previously he really didn't believe that much in fasting and um, he, he goes to a church a denomination that doesn't really believe in the gifts and so after the year we reconnected and I asked him about you know what he's been doing and told me he was on a fast and I could see now this is gonna sound weird I could see he was lighter yes. and I asked him did your soul feel like it's been laundered and he said yes laundered like a laundromat and uh, because it's a sacrifice and God honors sacrifice and as we lay something down whether it's a fast from dusk to dawn whether uh, it's a or dawn to dusk uh, whether it's a Daniel fast whether it's a I'm going to keep a reservation to pray at this time whether it's what you do to sacrifice whether it's setting yourself aside for a certain period of time um, let me tell you God honors sacrifice and you move closer. And the other thing before you enter the Holy of Holies, which is a, a structural um, moving of our self and maturity, because on the outside, you know, there was a Jewish structure and they started with, you had to, had to have a sacrifice. This is the old covenant. Then you had to wash it like a baptism. Then you walked into the inner court. Now you're moving closer to the Holy of Holy where God in the mercy seat is, right? And you go through there and you get, and you get to see the bread, the 12 tribes of Israel, the bread represented, yes. and you get the lights. It's the spirit of God on the other side. It's the, you know, the menorah and you have a prayer, Yes. Yeah, alter a prayer before yes. you go before God. And this is kind of our maturing process as we're walking through. You, God meets our sacrifice and he wants us to walk in a calling, but he doesn't want us to covet other people's callings 
He wants us to find, to go to him, let him wash us, wash our minds, renewal of the mind, fire of baptism, the Holy Ghost fire of baptism. He wants to, to renew us as we move forward. And then our, as we do this laundromat process, we got to keep doing that. Many, many people, it says deliver us from evil in the prayer that we just talked about. Maybe, many people don't realize that isn't a one-time thing. True. That's an ongoing process. <laughs> we are in a spiritual war every day. Yes. And we have to take our ground every day. So good. Every day. Yes. We are we are warriors and we have to have that mindset. Yes. Otherwise you'll be roadkill. Exactly. And that brings me back to Laura because <laughs> you deal a lot with this because you're a life coach and you gotta breathe life into people. Yes, and actually it, I am a life and a leadership coach because you can't do business and leadership without going through life. You know, there's always it always comes up. And the thing about it is is that when you want that anointing and you want to grow deeper, what God has taught me is surrender. It's giving up. It's it's being committed to him, but not only giving up, but also expecting too. expecting that he has something for me. You know, you could always say, oh, you know, why me? Why me? Why me? No, go. What are you teaching me through this, God? How can I grow through this? Because he's always, uh, you know, helping us and teaching us and training us. But it starts with us, that selflessness, that humbleness that surrendering that committed to him and so when people come to me and they say they're stuck it's like you know help me because i'm doing this they're doing everything on their own but when they lean to god they're like wow there's another whole aspect there's another whole realm and and sometimes you don't know what you don't know and that's mm -hmm. what a coach does is say well let me show you some of the blind spots let me help you but people nowadays especially the last couple of years that we've gone through things are just so hungry for the Lord. And they'll even come to me and say, um, well, I went to church when I was younger, but I noticed you're a Christian life coach and leadership. So can you help me a little bit? And so I love those. And I'm like, oh, good God. I'm so excited. What are you going to do here? You know? <laughs> so I get so excited because I don't know what's going to happen, but I just take hour by hour and day by day, but what he wants me to do. But it starts with following your calling and then finding what God has. And sometimes we have to unpeel the onion of things that have happened to them, letting go of their past and all those kind of things. But the anointing is wonderful, but it takes sacrifice. It takes time. But if we allow God to mold us and to change us and quit looking at the negative, but say, God, how can I grow this? What are you teaching me? How can I be better? There's another whole level. And that's where I want to see people because I was there. And now my pain is people's gain. Yes. I want to help people through this. And yes. so I just love what we're talking about today. I can talk on this for days and days. Well, I will definitely have you back. That's for sure. Um, we actually don't live that far, far apart. I know. So. <laughs> so, so you'll come in from time to time. And I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Dr. Carolee Lane. Please uh, have our, our final say on our closing of today's segment. Okay, I'd be glad to. And you let me know when I need to yep. wrap it up. Um, I want to go back to what you opened up the program with. Yes. And it was praise. The Bible has much to say about the sacrifice Ooh, of praise. You know, it's not always easy when you're in the middle of a fire, you're in the middle of trouble, you're in the middle of a problem, circumstances are screaming at you, everything's going to go wrong, yes, and pain, to offer up a sacrifice of praise. Amen. And one of the things that I have learned is that somehow 
God is going to work all this together for my good. Because the scripture talks about that what Satan means for evil, God will turn it around for good. And talks about the help of the Holy Spirit, that when we pray in the Spirit, then all things will work together for good to those who love the Lord and are the called according to His purpose. So what I would say right now is that in the middle of a fiery situation, take time to recognize God and offer the sacrifice of praise, whether you feel like it, whether you don't, to say your eyes upon me. I don't know how, but I praise you that this is going to turn around for my good. I tell people it's only a season. It's only a season. You will come out of this season and you'll be glad that you didn't take matters into your own hands, didn't take your life, didn't become an alcoholic, didn't become a drug addict. And I will say it's been an honor to be on this program. I want to come back to oh, not just you, Lord, oh, yes. not you, just you, Socrates, but I want to return you will. because I believe Amen. in what you're doing. I walked through this, this place and I'm looking at all the preparation. You deal with the whole man mm -hmm. and you have a revelation. You're writing a book right now, The Soul Connection. Ooh. I want it. I'll tell you, I'm the first in line to buy it Thank when you. it comes out. Thank you. But I can say right now, God's hand and calling and anointing is upon you, Dr. K, mm -hmm. for this program, for the book, for the work you're doing. And so I thank you for letting me be on this program. Well, I thank you all for coming in. It's been an honor. All for coming yes. in. This is such a blessed time. And um, I just love having elders have so much to share. Come in. And um, everything we've talked about has just moved so seamlessly together. Uh, Socrates, do we have a couple more minutes here? Yeah. The, close the, us yes. One minute the thing here? is, uh, what I experienced in these days in the United States of America and in the history, God called us to bring fires from heaven down. Mm -hmm. And some areas in America, people bring fires from hell up and they burn cities, they burn societies, they burn families. And God say, my people is the creators, not destroyers. The devil come to kill, still and destroy. This is the way my friends around the world Give your heart to the Lord and open your heart because the wisdom from heaven is so strong and so beautiful and so blessing and you be a creator. You are a son of the creator, not the son of the destroyer. Amen. Amen. We all touch and agree on that one. Um, couple key things. We, we're just going to tie in this holistic health message with re listen, our praise reprograms our mind. It changes our brain chemistry. And so this is a proactive thing. Overcoming has so many benefits for your soul. You can become a victor and no longer a victim. You just have to believe it. We just thank you for tuning in today. Uh, we'll catch you in a week. Thank you again for tuning into The Soul Connection. Please join Dr. Christiane Lefferts again every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until our next show, find new ways this week and every week to make your own soul connections.